Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 10, chapter 116. The oratory is moved to the Vallicella. Celebration of the liturgy began in the new church on February 3rd. It was Alessandro de' Medici, Archbishop of Florence, who celebrated the first mass. With more pomp and circumstance, and a more elaborate performance by the choir than had ever been seen before. Pope Gregory, in order to increase the popular attendance, granted a generous indulgence to all those who, having made a holy confession, were present at the Mass to receive the blessed body of Christ, or who visited the church on that day. I remember seeing the church, decorated all around with hangings, thronged with a crowd of men and women, and filled with joyous music. In the afternoon, Vespers was celebrated with the same choir and the same archbishop presiding. Both morning and evening, the church was continuously filled with people, and there were many visitors who came to the saving banquet of the Eucharist after making a proper confession, on the occasion of such a generous grant of indulgence. The eager appreciation of the people never died down, and their devout fervor never cooled, but rather grew from day to day, and is still outstanding today. In that same year, in April, the fathers began to deliver their spiritual discourses at the Vallicella, abandoning the oratory of the Florentines. The reputation of the congregation spread, and the beneficial effect of the work they undertook grew steadily greater, so that many were spurred by the desire of serving God to the point of wanting to join our fathers and to be instructed on prayer in their house. Many applied, but not all were admitted. Those who were enrolled in the number of our community in the year 1577, after the congregation had become established, were the following. First, Pietro Peracchione, a priest. Secondly, myself, who am the author of this life. After joining the fathers to the immense mercy of God and becoming the servant and constant companion of our Holy Father. And thirdly, Augustino Mani of Canziano, a doctor of both civil and canon law. The first joined the congregation on the 23rd of March, the second on the 1st of July, the third during October. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us.
St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Their devout fervor never cooled, Father Glonio writes tonight. He's talking about the people who came to the Oratorian Church. For St. Philip Neri wanted to put a little devotion into people's hearts. He used to say, put a little devotion in their hearts and everything will take care of itself. The main thing is we begin to have devotion. That is the fervor of love. That is that we don't only want just to keep the commandments or live a basic Christian life but that we are willing and eager to do what the Lord commands and to follow his inspirations. This is what St. Philip is after. And this is what we have to pray for. Pray for your heart to be inflamed. Pray for your heart to be filled more with the love of God. Loving God, being devout, is a gift. And it's greater than any earthly treasure. It's better than any earthly prize. To be close to God, to serve the Lord. This is what these early lay people who come to the oratory can teach us. And it says that their fervor never cooled. It grew from day to day. This is the thing about the love of God. This is the thing about devotion. It can grow and grow and grow. There's no middle amount. There's no way that you can love God excessively. Be perfect, Jesus said, as your heavenly father is perfect. That's the model of our perfection. And God, the father's perfection is infinite. His love for his son is infinite. And so our love, our giving of ourselves to Christ can grow and grow and grow. And we should never rest content, St. Philip says, with the amount of love we've gained. How do we grow in love? Confession and the Eucharist. This is why the church encourages those practices so frequently. This is why she will give an indulgence that is she will promise from the treasury of her merits and the treasury of christ's merits by the keys of the kingdom of heaven the pope can add to our little efforts the prayers and sacrifices of saints the prayers and sacrifices of our lord himself which greatly exceed what was necessary to take away the sins of the world and they form a kind of treasury the church can apply, can add to our little efforts to make up for the consequences of our sins. And she does this. She takes away some of the painful aspect of punishment, which we would be undergoing through this indulgence, by fostering the healing aspect, by encouraging us to do something that's very healing and helpful to us. She can take away 
by applying the sufferings of many of the saints and our Lord himself to take away the painful aspect from us. So that's what the indulgence does. It takes away some of the painful aspect of punishment by fostering the medicinal, the healing aspect. And the Eucharist and confession. The church wants these more than anything else. That's why she makes them a condition for the indulgence. And then the Pope added that day to go visit this new church, the Chiesa Nuova, the Oratorian Church. Why? Because the Pope realized that St. Philip and his sons are a source of spiritual fervor. That St. Philip and his sons and the music at their church and the liturgy at the church and the architecture of their church and the preaching at their church has the grace of God behind it. And that that church and those fathers are a source of spiritual assistance. And so I ask you tonight, not only to pray that you will love God more, but pray tonight the oratorians and above all the oratorian who's talking to you tonight will learn to love God more and more. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.